0: Wynne and I want to express our gratitude for every one of our listeners. Thank you for being a part of this podcast and sharing this space with us each week. We are now offering an opportunity to work with Win or myself individually in a deeper look towards what's true about life and who you really are. If you'd like to know more, email me or Wynn for more details. In a three-day dive under the noise, anything is possible. Let's find out. Now on to the podcast.
1: Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to this week's Under the Noise with me, Wynne Morgan, and my fabulous co-host, Kate Roberts. Hello, Kate. Hey, Wynne. How are you doing?
0: I'm very well.
1: I don't know if me? you noticed, I used, I used a different adjective for you just now. I used fabulous.
0: Yes. And this is gonna bring us back to your memory problem because you said it on the last episode.
1: <laughs> you are kidding. No. Really?
0: But you're very sweet. Thank you. I was fabulous. <laughs> I
1: mean. So I said fabulous it's awesome to you the last episode we recorded and I think I've said it for the first time.
0: Okay, well, technically as people are hearing this, it'll be 2 episodes ago. Right. But I remembered it because you say fabulous very interestingly. It sounds a lot more like fabulous.
1: That's exactly how I say it. <laughs> That's exactly how I say it. That's I think I, 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 I drop a letter.
0: I did notice that. Yeah. I'll still because
1: the- there are some words, some words, as you noticed last time, which is something I do remember,
0: <laughs> um,
1: I really struggle with. Is what? Well, that unfathomable one. That oh, we,
0: unfathomable.
1: Yeah, that was a recent one where I tripped up. And then there was the other one about the coincidences, one that I.
0: Unrecognizable.
1: With, but, uh, yeah. Unrationalizable.
0: Unra- yeah, that's right. Unrationalizable
1: coincidences. You're right. Yeah. One of our most popular episodes. It. It is, actually. It is. It is. Yeah. I think maybe because people were just amused by my lack of ability to say the word. So I want to hear that idiot say that again.
0: Like, they're they're counting off how many times you could mess it up. Yes. Over and over. Or just pause for a really long time before you have to say it to, like, gear up for it. <laughs> it was very yeah. i'm sure entertaining
1: yeah i'm sure we are recording right now right
0: Can <laughs> yeah. okay. i edit this out
1: <laughs> no 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 i just i just forgot because <laughs> i'm pretty sure i start i'm not that forgetful i'm pretty sure i started with the introduction and anyway here we are welcome everyone so this time it's kate and kate and myself this week We were wondering about what to talk about, as we often do, and as we often tell you, that we wonder about what that would be. And we stumbled across one, which was catching on to the moment that we know we're not in thought, or or another way of saying it, catching on when we notice that we've got perspective. And the story that that instigated this was the story that I'd forgotten again. Something that I shared last time, or a very recent episode when Marina was our guest, when I fell down the stairs, having an hour earlier, tested positive for COVID and I found myself like a pretzel at the bottom of the stairs and a badly bruised foot and found myself laughing. And it just reminded me of times when we are not in the noise of the thought and in the distress of however something can look in one moment and then in another moment, we can just rise without even trying to rise above it. We rise above it and we see it with perspective and then we can laugh at how ridiculous we are or how fabulous we are. Did I say it better that time?
0: Oh, look at you, fancy.
1: Yeah, and we did not pause and have not learned how to say that word in the meantime, that's us all life. <laughs> so that was the um I guess the <laughs> the notion of where you and I would talk about today, right? Was moments of perspective and when we're not stuck in it. Stuck in the thought. Anything coming up for you?
0: You know, when you brought up the topic of lightheartedness and uh telling me that story of falling down the stairs and um, not knowing if something was broken but laughing and how you found yourself laughing when you're at the hospital as well and it actually made me think of something that's been I don't know it was an insight that I had gotten and it's been kind of bopping around ever since then and and kind of paying attention to how something is showing up. So now I've been listening to a lot of um, different recordings and coaching things from Aaron Turner. Now, Aaron Turner is with a company called One Thought, but also with 3PGC. And so I've been listening to a bunch of his stuff and I've gotten these amazing kind of insights for myself. And so one of those was after listening to a coaching session. Actually, it was in the middle of it. (laughs) So it was like a supervision session, which is actually how I met you because I'd heard one of yours. Now in this, he's talking to another coach about how we as practitioners or coaches are not very comfortable with being in insecurity and how we're very used to feeling insecure. And yet we still are not actually really comfortable being in insecurity. We think it somehow means something or it's evidence that we need to be doing something or right. And so right before that, you know, as he was coaching, I'm having this thought about, because I feel really, really inspired to be coaching teenagers. Okay. And so, and I'm just going to go ahead and curse, because this was the actual thought in my head. Are you ready? I'm thinking, yes, (laughs) you are ready. (laughs) Okay. So apologies to anyone that feels offended uh so i'm having this thought about how i really need to be doing that because it, i feel really inspired to do that I really touched and moved to do it and then i'm thinking where the fuck am i gonna get time for that and i went on <laughs> okay, that's, that was my thought and then i skip on and i'm back into listening to his coaching okay seemed really really legit like it made a lot of sense like realistically yeah when am I going to do that and then he's talking about insecurity and how there's all this camouflage around it that sounds very legitimate a lot of camouflage like oh it must be because I need to do some more research or I need to know more or I need to you know I can't remember what his examples were and I was like well fucking hell because I just did it to myself, (laughs) I heard it. And I just remembered, oh my gosh, my insecurity showed up as, when the fuck am I gonna have time for that? And it looked really real. And I believed it and I moved on as if I didn't just explain away in thought my insecurity. And I had camouflage all over it that looked like a lack of time. Mm. And I was like, Tsh. and for those who don't watch the videos, yes, I'm knocking myself in the head because that's what it felt like. It was my camouflage.
1: And it Kate did a head like slap.
0: Legitimate. It yeah. felt absolutely true. And I moved on because I didn't see it.
1: Whoa.
0: Okay. So this brings me back to your original topic. So I started to make a list. Of the things that feel very true, they're all habitual because they're kind of like my go-tos out of uh, feelings of like, basically they're my go-tos of camouflage for how not to see that I am in my thinking and I'm feeling my thinking and that's the only thing that's happening. But I have this really neat, very legitimate, very sneaky camouflage. And it it covers the fact that I'm only feeling my thinking. Okay? And I'll tell you what's on my list. Are you ready? Because it has to do I with ready. this topic.
1: Has to do with what?
0: Your topic. This topic. Okay. The, this laughter and lightheartedness, right? Cool. Because I realized... That part of my camo, right, that I don't realize I'm in my thought, it shows up as seriousness and a lack of sense of humor, okay? So it's kind of like my list of like, wow, does it feel serious? Because serious is very sneaky and it seems really legitimate, but really it is my... mm, It's my neon sign that I am feeling my thinking. But it's so common, and it's so camouflaged around that, that I immediately believe it and move on as if it's completely legitimate. And I have an entire list of camo, of my camo, but how my brain will basically take me back. And one of those is Do I have a sense of humor about it? Is my sense of humor showing up or does it feel serious? And that is the only thing I need to know. And that is my neon sign that I'm feeling my thinking in that moment. Mm -hmm. Because it feels very serious. When I'm not in the noise, man, my sense of humor is on point. I'm making people laugh. I'm laughing at myself. And that's just one on my list of camouflage that keeps me from realizing I'm only feeling my thinking and that is the only thing that's going on. The lightheartedness. Yeah, I think that is naturally and sense of humor, lightness. Mm -hmm. I just kind of feel like that's how we show up naturally when we're not in our thinking. And I love, I love seeing that. I love that at 46 years old, I can still see something new. Um, And it's happening a lot, lately. So not even, it's like getting COVID, falling down the stairs and getting your noggin bashed in by your suitcase. Like not even then That's a good story. That doesn't have to be serious either. I love how we make excuses for seriousness.
1: And look for justifications for making it serious.
0: And it seems really real and it's camouflaging the truth.
1: You mentioned Aaron Turner earlier on, and it's one thing I remember him on a recording, I think I actually might've been there live when on a webinar when he did this about four or five years ago. And he said something like, be careful of finding a justification for a bad feeling. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been a guest yet either.
0: No, he hasn't. need haven't. to pull our
1: finger out on that one. <laughs> you know, the other thing as you were mentioning then the other, something else I can notice when my perspective is higher or I'm lighter is that there's more of a wonderment and a more of a wow about what is right now. I mean, I can just notice the wonderment of anything and when I'm in my head, none of that is visible. What's under my nose, not under the noise, what's under my nose is not visible <laughs> when I'm in my head and then when i'm not in my head everything in front of my nose and under my nose is just what and it's so cool to notice then and then there's this childlike quality that sometimes also crops up with that of just like i was talking with someone uh, earlier on today And he he used a word that I'd I'd never heard before. And he said, yeah, I've made this one up. I'm not boardable. What is it? Boardable, boardable, Boardable. not able to be bored, Uh right? So we were having a a laugh about that and uh, we were just exchanging notes that I don't remember the last time I was bored, but it's a decade at least ago, it's been that long. So I can remember loneliness eight years ago and I can't remember boredom. If we were laughing about exactly to that point that and he was talking about the plants in his um in his yard. Garden, if you're from the UK. Um yard if you're from the part of the world where Kate resides. Mm-hmm. And and he's saying just how miraculous these plants are and how they grow and how they, you know, change sunlight into energy and they grow and this one plant he was saying and it grows six inches every day this plant, I've done the maths on it. I take a photograph of it. It's, it's an offshoot of bamboo plant, I think. But just listening to his wonderment about that. And, you know, sometimes when I'm quiet, I can notice wonderment about anything. It's another, I don't know, yeah, that childlike quality that is in the similar energy of humor, lightheartedness, curiosity, Definitely not sticky. Not sticky.
0: Hmm. So, I'm not sure if I'm going to have the right words for this. So, if I say something wrong or something completely off, I apologize for anyone listening. But I was, I just got off um, the call that I was facilitating for, um, let's kind of call it like a first response meeting in support of um, the Hebrew speaking community through principal and people in Israel. And at the end, as we were wrapping up, it was the end of three days of this program. And it was very quiet and people were allowed to say, you know, kind of like last words or anything that they wanted to share at the very end as we're saying goodbye. And there had been such this deep feeling of connection and peace and love. And I was sitting there just feeling, you know, I'm sitting in You know, my home, I'm safe. And I'm on a video call with people, you know, that are going through this. But I get to just sit back and be in that feeling with them. And I just felt such, such a wonder at that feeling that came through horrible events. And not just the people who organized it and what went into that and all these people that came together, but also the people who showed up that are in the middle of that situation and their willingness to be open enough in the midst of what they're going through to create space for themselves to feel that feeling. And it felt like a miracle, that willingness. Because outside of that room, there's so much fear and blame and pain, right? And suffering that the people in that room going through it, the fact that they're just willing to feel something different than what everything around them They would have every excuse not to be willing to do that, if that makes any sense, right? Just feeling like so, I guess, in awe of those people and in awe of the space that was created and how different it is from anything else outside of us, you know, like outside of that room, between the news and, you know, all that. And I felt wonder. And then I was like, come on Kate, this is this is serious. This is people are suffering here. You don't get to feel that in your safe space. And it's so tricky. But there was a difference between that feeling of wonder and life coming through even through that. And my you need to be serious about this Kate. Kind of, you know, it had such a different that I got to kind of witness both happening at the same time. And I just thought, man, I wonder, I wonder if they know what a miracle they are. That something really beautiful came out of that terrible situation. So I don't know if I said that the right way, but I knew that that wonder came from a different, a different place.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, But I'm also on to my seriousness too. So I'm, I'm, I'm watching my, my camo show up, right. But imagine that that's possible, you know?
1: Well, it evidently is possible. Because mm-hmm. it is interesting that I remember having conversations with people in a similar circumstance not that long ago. And I was amazed at how centered they were. Not, they weren't, it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't resigned and it wasn't blase, but it was centered. I'm pretty sure I felt more distress Mm -hmm. in my very safe home in a very safe geographical location than than they did. Interesting to notice. Interesting to notice. And then, you know, I could make a case that, well, you know, if I don't feel bad about this, if I don't feel serious about this, just, you know, nothing will get done or, you know, things won't change or whatever else I will make up my camouflage about that. You know, you know, not saying don't go there, win, ever, but I don't think it's possible for me to not get caught up in a story that isn't happening for me. And somewhere as well, going back to, you know, what we've been talking about in every episode of this what's available when we're paying less attention to the noise in our heads? Now, I don't think it's not available when we are paying attention. I think it's still going on, but it's less easy to hear. But again, that's just my opinion. I don't know. just what I think from personal experience. And go back to signs of having perspective is another way of saying something that Sydney Banks would, would talk about, which was levels of consciousness. A higher perspective is a level of comfort, um, consciousness shift. And from that place, it's easier to see things, easier to notice, easier on us, and easier on the situation.
0: When was another sign for you? Your neon oh, sign? For- that you're in your thinking besides, uh, well, lightheartedness basically for you and laughter meant that you weren't in your own thinking, right? So what's another one that you can tell that you're not in your own thinking at the moment? My
1: My body's tight, my shoulders are up and Mm -hmm. I'm holding my stomach in. I have uh, tension in my body. A sure sign. I'm not saying tension's never a good idea, right? But that's a sign sometimes. Putting a little bit of weight on the accelerator pedal in the car is good to make it move forward, right? But at the same time, having tension in me, that, you know, this is an exaggeration, but it is, it feels a bit like this sometimes. And I can just notice wait, I'm holding a lot of tension in me. And that's a manifestation of my state of mind playing out. And it's funny recently in sitting in this very chair in my office at home, in in watching some live events and, and bar recordings, is that I've been so relaxed at times in the last few weeks and months that I've not been far of falling asleep. And in a good way, intellect falling asleep. My body jellified. and just really nice to notice how relaxed I can actually be physically. Mm-hmm. How about you? Any more?
0: Oh, yeah, I've got a list in front of me. All right. Yeah. Kind of making a list. I was making a list for myself. I'm like, hmm, what seems absolutely normal? To me, that it just gets by me that that's what I'm doing, right? Like it's so much a part of my kind of habitual thinking that it gets by me and it seems absolutely legitimate. Um, When something feels limited.
1: Give me an example. That one's,
0: yeah, that one. Okay. Um, It goes to my first example. When am I going to have time for that?
1: Oh, right.
0: <laughs> my time is so limited,
1: right?
0: <laughs> it's so sneaky, man. It's And it sounds really like, okay, that, that's a lot of sense. A lot of mine makes sense, right? It gets into my kind of like my rational mind and, and it and it knows all my little like my little tricks to get me to to play along right to to cover it up because it looks very rational to me um limited like okay i'll give you one limited like it's up to me and i don't have access to the intelligence of the universe. Like if it doesn't look like I have that, not only running through me, but its ability to show up in every single thing that I do, that it knows everyone, all the solutions, all the possibilities, whether I'm writing an email, editing a video, having a conversation, like if it doesn't look like all of that can come through me as I'm doing every single thing that I'm doing, then I have limited every single moment of that. Because I have access to that feeling, to that knowing. So if it ever looks like it's on little me, I have just limited whatever it is I'm up to in the world. And I'm off. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. I do it all the time. But I do know that's possible. And if it doesn't feel limitless, I've got some thinking around it. I just can't see it yet. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like if I don't even think somehow or know that I have access to a fresh start on any subject, Mm -hmm. including what can I write in this email? What words am I going to use? Like if it looks like or feels like, but it's not limitless. Yeah. Just haven't seen it yet. Got something on it. But there's no problem in that either. I don't know. Does that make sense?
1: To me, absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What was interesting when I asked you for an example of limits and then you started talking about time and what I just wrote down is a oh the limit that crops up for me is me. I have in my mind, I'm not the person to be able to. I'm not the kind of guy who would. And it's the same thing playing out. A limit that one way that I think of what you were pointing at, I think, was everything I made of came from the formless energy. Now into this form. And everything in the Everything that's not yet known is going to come from the formless, which is, if it's formless, it's limitless. There are no boundaries to something that doesn't have form. There are no limits to something that doesn't have form. It is pure potential. And to just know that that's what created you me and everyone else and everything else came from that formless. That's just an amazing thing for me to just remember right now, sitting here. And to know that of course I'm making up limits. Of course it's my head construct. Given everything that the formless has done into the world of form. Of course, I must be the only thing that's putting a limit on it. It can only exist between my ears and behind my eyes.
0: And it's so cool because, and that's one, that's like another thing that I really appreciate about the things that I'm listening to right now with Aaron is that I I don't know. I have no idea what's possible. What the potential of every moment is. Thank God. I really don't. I have no idea. But one thing that he's so good about reminding, my guess is himself as well as other people, is that if you look in that direction, that coming back to a clean slate, like a fresh start on anything, right, is possible. You don't have to know. Just come at it new all of a sudden, whatever it is. And that's possible. And then you see what happens.
1: Be willing to not know. Yeah. And almost embrace not knowing because in the not knowing and the unknown is absolute potential for something fresh, new and thought of before. A lot of us get freaked out by not knowing. And it's something we've talked about with, you know, in a few early episodes, I think. I think the moment Linda Pransky, we talked about the whole notion of knowing versus not knowing. It's an amazing thing to go into the, I don't know. Because that is the opening up of anything, anything, limitless. Going back to where this, yeah. Part of the conversation started from absolutely limitless.
0: And I love it too, because I honestly, it's not like I sit there and wash the dishes and feel limitlessness. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like that, but it could be. And there's something about that possibility and knowing like, okay, if it doesn't feel that way, obviously I've got something on it. Or I think I know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think I know how this email is going to go. Right. Right. I think I know how washing dishes is going to go. I've done it so many times, right? That's fine. I think I know. Cool. (laughs) But I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I never have. That's so funny.
1: Very freeing. (laughs) One of our previous not, not long ago episode was about a bit about that, wasn't it? Not needing to be right. Mm. Yeah. Nice weave into all the things that we can get stuck in and all the things that are able to free us again. The feeling of free, the hot, cold game of, yeah, not this, not the limit, not the camouflage, this, oh, lighthearted, Humorous, curious, openness, limitless, free. This has been very cool, Kate. I've also just noticed that this might be the longest episode we've done so far. What? Is it? It might be, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I can't remember what I said the last time we recorded, yet alone, anything like that. <laughs> I wonder if anybody will make it through We'll see, we'll see. We'll make it through, I hope it wasn't that much of an ordeal for you listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Not me.
1: Absolutely not me.
0: That's so funny, I have no sense of time. Ooh. <laughs> There's another one
1: another one on your list heck yeah okay
0: does it feel like losing time yeah Mm. am i counting minutes or have i just completely been so you know present i have no idea what the time is or how long i've been there right like am i like oh my god oh my god If, if it feels like that right I'm onto
1: myself. This is my list. Losing track know. of time is another sign of, yeah.
0: Yeah. Good job, Win. High five on that. Add to my list in the middle of an episode.
1: High five. Nice, happy accident. And that <laughs> one cropped up.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Gwen. Thank you. You've been listening or watching Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts. I'm here with my co-host, Wynn Morgan, who's very fabulous as well. Yeah. If you have any questions, comments, um, any topics you would love for us to explore on the show, please reach out. Um, Our email addresses will be in the details wherever you're finding this. Um, And you can also see it If you're watching on youtube which by the way when we're getting a lot more views than we used to i know super fun yeah you have to show up with your new haircut and everything like that very exciting
1: well i get a new haircut every five weeks that's not gonna change
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely reach out to us we would love to hear from you and uh have a great week thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynne or Kate at win@winning.co.uk at winning.co.uk and Kate at KateRobertsCoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.